Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is your host today, Pastor Matt, with Pastor Adam. I am here All with right. Matt, <laughs> doing the podcast thing yeah. again. <laughs> We are going to continue our series on You Can Think Like Jesus Thinks. Today we're on episode 113. Yeah, yeah, we're several several episodes deep into this series. Um, me and Matt, it feels like we have been talking about our minds and getting our minds right for like months now. Maybe we need yeah. to do it. <laughs> Apparently we need to because we <laughs> taught a series on getting your mind right and we thought, man, we should really roll into um, just kind of going, taking this thought further, right? And so, you know, Let's look at what Jesus thinks. How, how does Jesus think? And then knowing that we have the mind of Christ, that means that we can actually think like Jesus thinks. And so we're going to take in 10 characteristics or so of a person who thinks like Jesus thinks and mm-hmm. processing through those. Um, and I've, I've enjoyed it so far. I mean, I need this. I'm always struggling mentally right, yeah, with, with all good. kinds of things. So it's helped me a lot. And um, so we've hit, we've hit several. I'll recap real fast for you. The recap actually helps us more than it helps you. Because if you guys are listening to this episode right after the last one, you're like, man, I don't need a recap. You just did this. But <laughs> we might have been, it might have been two weeks since we recorded last. So when yeah. we get to it, we need to recap it for ourselves. So um, the first one we just introed in this series, just kind of setting up everything. And then we went into, so the first characteristic of a person who thinks like Jesus thinks is you would say, I know exactly who I am. So Jesus was very clear on his identity, and when we think like Jesus thinks with the mind of Christ, we get clear on our identity too. Um, next is is you would say, I know God's purpose for my life. So if you think like Jesus, then you know God's purpose for your life because Jesus clearly knew God's purpose, the Father's purpose for his life. And then last week we did that um, I, I'm, I'm always aware that God is with me. Because Jesus mm-hmm. is always aware that he is not alone. Even in the moments where he is utterly, completely alone, he's aware that God is with him. And so when we think like Jesus, then we know no matter what we face, especially loneliness. We talked about loneliness on the yeah. last episode a lot. Actually, I shared with you that I struggle. We've, we've had some serious struggles in our family with loneliness. Yeah. That uh, if we're thinking like Jesus, then we are aware that God's always with us. So we're really not alone is yeah, the whole good. point. And. Before we jump into today's, and this one will go pretty quick, I think, but this one will be really helpful. Um, before we jump into today's, I want to remind you that we're not just saying, hey, intellectualize this, right? So that that's what we tend – I tend to do this. I don't know about you, Matt, but I tend yeah. to do this. Um, there, there's two ways people usually land on things like this as Christ followers. You tend to either intellectualize it where it becomes a concept that you get your brain around and then you work towards it. So you end up creating little – Christian checkoffs, like, yeah. all right, A, Bs, and Cs of forgiveness, and I did this, and I did that, and I did this, because I understand <laughs> yeah. it, and I get it. So you either intellectualize it, or you over-spiritualize it, yeah. right? So it's one of the two that we end up doing, right? And so I want to remind everybody that when we're talking about you can think like Jesus thinks, we're not saying that you you sit down and read your Bible and learn how Jesus thought, and then therefore you can then practice it. Um, because you figured it out. Like, yep. of course you should read your Bible, and of course you should look at Jesus and then try to actually emulate and practice these things. But that, but don't miss the power that's going on here. The power that's going on here is that if you are a Christ follower, then you have the mind of Christ inside of you, Yes, which then is, is you naturally having the ability 
and the functionality to think like Jesus. And the Holy Spirit is doing that in you as we speak. Even if you struggle to actually put it into practice all the time or or understand the concept or apply it perfectly, it's still happening in you. If that yes. makes, makes any sense. Yeah, that makes good. Yeah, so, good. so you're you're able to actually think like Jesus thinks, and it's the Spirit's power doing this, not just you and I trying to listen to what we say today and then go do it. Yeah. Right. And so, so as we jump into this one, Dave, this one will really help because this one is one of those very, very practical ones. So um, if you are here's – here's the characteristic for today. If you are a Christ follower, then you can think like Jesus thinks, and that means that you would live and stand on a principle that Jesus followed and thought. And so that one for this week is, I let God help me choose my words. Oh, this is going to be good. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. Right? See, so this one's like really practical, but it also is tempting for you to want to go, okay, well, let me figure out how to do this. Yeah. So it's not always about how you do it. it it's, it's, it's way less about what you do and how you do it as in who you are becoming. Yeah. Right. And if we're leaning more into, no, I have the mind of Christ. I want the spirit to lead me. And I know that he's doing that anyway like around me, through me, in spite of me, mm-hmm. then it's not just you figuring out how to choose your words, but it's you understanding, no, no, there's a bigger power involved here. So I let God help me choose my words. I have yet to meet a human being that didn't need help in uh, how we how we speak, what words we say. Yep. You know, I mean, like think about your kids for a minute, Matt. Um, I bet you quite frequently all of your children – Except for the one that doesn't talk yet, uh, <laughs> she's starting. She's to, starting to talk. Oh yeah, uh, that they constantly need help choosing their words because they say stuff they shouldn't say. Yeah, out of context all, too. All the time. Oh, yeah, all the In time. the wrong timing, yes. wrong place. You know. Yep. Like this happens to us. I'll give you an example, and this is stupid, but I'll give you an example. Um, I, I am constantly in the grocery store. It feels like I go to the grocery store every day. That's what yeah. it feels like. I don't know about you. But, yeah, me too. And, if, and, and even if we, like Valerie does, like weekly, monthly, you know, go get the list and get all the stuff and prepare for the month and all those things. But it still feels like it's constant. Hey, stop by the store and get this. Hey, we're out of this, right? We ran yeah. out of bread for the kids' lunches or whatever it is. So we're constantly going by the grocery store. Yep. And I'm always in the grocery store or or, or I'm always at the gas station because – I don't care what kind of car you drive. It seems like you run out of gas every few days. And, you know, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> every time you turn around. It's just somewhere publicly you got to stop all the time. You're not. Right? You, you just put the two most expensive things we have to do in life. That's exactly right. <laughs> and that's sad. It yes. should not be. Gas and food. Gas and food should not be more expensive than the house you live in, but apparently yeah. it is. And You're so, giving me anxiety. Right. Everybody getting stressed. <laughs> um, don't worry. You can think like Jesus thinks, man. <laughs> uh, so, so we roll into somewhere like that, and um, – we inevitably I run into somebody who's like, Hey, pastor Adam, how you doing? You know, they're talking to me and I don't know who they are. Mm. Right. But they know me and I'm not going to let them know. I don't know who they are. I'm going to be, you know, kind and considered and make them feel known, even though I may not know them because people end up knowing you more than you know them. Right. Cause they yeah. see you <laughs> every week. They hear you, they listen, they may watch online, whatever it is. And they know you personally, and they connect with you, but you don't see them individually, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty good at names, so once I meet somebody, and know their name, I usually remember it pretty well. But we'll run into somebody, and they'll go, "Hey, Pastor," and they'll talk to me, and I don't have a clue who they are. My kid is standing there. One of my kids, they're standing there, and all my kids have done this. While the person is standing there, they will go, "Who's that, Daddy? <laughs> Who's this, Daddy?" <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm at that moment where I'm like, stop, stop, we're talking. I'm trying to get them to just be quiet because I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I can't be like, well, this is my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she goes to church with us because my kids will be like, oh, really? She goes to church with us? What's her name, Daddy? Oh. <laughs> and then put me in a weird spot. So that's a funny example, but we yeah. all need help choosing our words, especially yeah. when we're angry, when we're mad, when we're upset. And here, here's what we know. Like, how did Jesus think? Jesus always let God help him choose. The Father help him choose his words. Yeah. Jesus is never speaking without thinking. Mm-hmm. Go back through the Gospels, find me a time you cannot where Jesus is where Jesus is blurting something out without thinking about it. Where yep. Jesus is going, oh man, I should have thought before I said that, right? Like that's not happening. Yeah. Jesus is never running off at the mouth. You know, just just getting upset and all of a sudden, because you know, like I think to think about stupid stuff about Jesus, like I like to think about Jesus's humanity mm-hmm. um, a lot. And so the things that we don't like to think of, because it makes us feel like we're we're sort of desecrating Christ. Like I like to think about it. if he was fully human, he experienced the things we 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 experience, which means. He stubbed his toe at times. Yeah, right? I think about that too. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Legos didn't exist where he could step on one on his heel. Well, being a carpenter, you know, he probably smashed that thumb a few he times. Sma- right, he hit his thumb. <laughs> right, he like it, it would have happened. Yep. Right, because Jesus, Jesus experienced everything except for those things related to his own personal sins. He didn't have any. Yeah. So there's going to be some moments where he stubs his toe or steps on a not a Lego but a rock <laughs> on the heel. Right. Yeah. And and he's never flying off at the mouth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, and and it just it just it just amuses me to think about that, and it makes me really like I just really like to think about those things. Like, he's never doing that. He's never speaking without thinking. Mm-hmm. It's it's incredible. Like, let me show you a verse. Um, and we'll make sure that all the verses are in the the description for today. Um, they would be in show notes, but we can't afford show notes. We don't know what those are, so it'll be in the description. This is John twelve forty nine. Watch what Jesus says in this one little sentence about how he speaks. He says, For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. I mean, he's sitting there telling you, like, I don't speak on my own. In other words, I'm conferring yeah. with the Father before I speak. We are in one here, and I speak what I'm told to speak. I speak what I'm led to speak is what he's saying, right? So so for Jesus, I mean, think about it. He's going, what I should say is coming from the Father, and how I should say it is coming from God. Because mm-hmm. those are two different things. What you should say and how you say it are part of communicating what you're saying, but they're two different things. Yes. Like you could say the right thing and say it in the wrong way mm-hmm. and you're in trouble. That's probably happened with your wife before. Oh, many times. Yeah, it's probably, it's <laughs> happened with me before. Like you, you say that you say the right thing. You just say it in a bad way. Like or when it sounds good in your head and it doesn't come out. Your, your face looks weird, right? <laughs> or whatever, right? You come across as flippant or um, dismissive when yeah. really you just saying. You know, like I've done this before where I've been like, she would say something and I'd go, I don't care. And I'm, it's just something natural. Like, like if she goes, what do you want for dinner? And you go, I don't care. But if you say that in the wrong way, it's like you're coming across, well, whatever, I don't care. Like you're irritated, like you're aggravated, you know? (laughs) So, so, but Jesus is, I mean, think about the way, what he's doing here. This is, this is how the mind of Christ is working like that. I like that verse because it's giving you um, a clear picture of that these are also mental decisions that he's making. Yeah. Right. So he he is allowing God, he not allowing, he, he is leaning into God and and letting the choice of his words come from 
something greater than him, something bigger than him. Does that make sense? Yes. And that means it's it's what he should say and when he should say it and how he should say it. Mm-hmm. Like all those pieces put together. And I really believe that healthy relationships are based on this. Yeah. That's you good. know, That's I mean, you cannot have a healthy relationship if if the relationship is not based on clear communication. Yeah. You know, I mean, if we're not communicating, do we have a relationship? Yeah, that's true. Like, I think about this with regard to prayer a whole lot, too. Because if if prayer is a, is a, is a communication between you and God and you don't pray, how can it be a relationship if you don't communicate with them? Yeah. If you were in person, if you were, like, if you never communicated with your wife, are you really in a relationship with your wife? Yeah, that's. that's I mean, I don't think so. No. I, I think if you ain't, I mean, it sounds like it's about to crash and burn. You know, yes. and so he's constantly in communication with God, but that's then also setting up what he's going to say. So it's like not, let's like not speaking out of turn is what we're talking about. Really leaning into, you know, let me check in with God. Let me make sure that He's leading my words. The Bible is very harsh when it comes to discussing what we say. And um, and the power of our tongue. Yes. Right. The the the, the tongue is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And the fact that once you say something, you, you can't really put it back in. No. You know what I mean? I saw this kid's uh, sermon one time. You know how churches do? Like the kids are in the church, and and they call the kids up to the front as part of church. Have you ever been to one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call the kids up to the front and they do like a kid sermon and then they dismiss the kids to their classrooms or whatever. And the kids are up front. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. I saw one, one time where they called the little kids up to the front and I was a pastor of the church this time and they they called the kids up and it was a volunteer doing it. And they had a tube of toothpaste and a paper plate. And they're talking to the kids about the power of their words. And they squeeze the toothpaste out of the tube, right, onto the plate, like almost all of it. And then they hand it to the kids and they say, put the toothpaste back in the tube. No. (laughs) (laughs) It's impossible. Yeah, that is impossible. You can't do it. And that was the whole illustration was, once you say it out of your mouth, you can't really put it back. You can apologize for it. You can correct. But you can't unsay what you've said. Mm -hmm. You know? Very true. You can't unsay it. And so... Obviously, there's a lot of sin involved in what we end up saying and how we end up saying it. And yeah. what you see is is that the avoidance of that sin, the the way that we do this right, is we are letting God lead what we say. Yeah, you know, and that's what you see Jesus doing. Um, and then we obviously can do this. And I, th- I really do think that the healthy relationships are based on this. And if if Jesus is showing us and modeling us what a perfect relationship with God the Father looks like, mm-hmm. a perfect relationship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit looks like, you are seeing very clearly that what is being spoken and said is done in conjunction yes. with the other pieces of the Trinity, right? And so for us, it, it our healthy relationships are going to be based on as well, not all of it, but part of it, is us being in conjunction, what we say being in conjunction with the guidance of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you know. And so mm-hmm. um, if you want, if you've got a situation in your life that needs to changing, this right here will change it. Yes. If you've got a relationship that's gone sour or something's going on at work or you letting God lead your words will actually change that situation. So if you've got somebody in your life right now that you've got beef with, you've got issues with, 
Um, if you allow God to set your words up, that relationship can be healed and, and salvaged and redeemed. Yes. But if you go into it going, all right, I'm going to let God line up my words, and this first sentence comes out, and then they say a sentence that that you don't like, that you don't agree with, and you don't let God lead your next words, you're going to be in a bigger mess than you were in to begin with. Yep, you know what I mean? Like this are. is one of those things where you can see it's a constant piece, right? It's a constant piece. So when we're going through these characteristics, and, and Jesus says this here too, notice it's not just like a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. Like you got to constantly, so, so like think about purpose. you got to constantly be going back to God and knowing what your purpose is from God. Yes. And the same thing with your words. You've got to constantly be going back to being led in what you say and that being driven by God. And I, I look, are we always going to get this right? No, never. Right? Not on this side of eternity. No. Not going to get it perfectly That's right. That's true. But we can improve in this. We can. We, we, you have the mind of Jesus if you're a Christ follower, which means the mind of Jesus is always fully connected to the, to the whole trinity of God, right? The total Godhead is there. And it means our mind is being led by the Holy Spirit and connected in with the Father's thoughts. We talked about this in the first week, that you yeah. can actually think like Jesus. You can actually think. You, you can actually discern and know the deep things of God. Right, yes. talked about it in the first week because you actually have the mind of Christ. So, so we can, we can, we we do have the power to do this mm-hmm. if we'll really lean into it. Yes. You know, which is going to require us. Like, if you need some, if you need a way to actually make this happen, to try it out. One of the best ways for you to try this out is you need to shut up more, <laughs> and you need to pray more. Yeah. That's right. True. I mean, you're not going to let God guide the words, help you choose your words, unless you be quiet and listen, and you communicate yes. and you pray. You know, that's true. I mean, half of our problems would stop if we would shut up and, like last week, we said, be still. Mm-hmm. Like if we would, if we would just chill and lean into God for how we should act and what we should say, half our problems go away. Yeah. They don't exist anymore. That's true. I mean, we need to learn how to shut up. And that's coming from somebody who talks all the time. <laughs> I talk constantly. Um but we need to shut up. You yeah. know, like you're you can't you you can't really learn anything if you're talking. Mm. You can't. In, in your relationship with God's the same way. So if your prayer life looks like, you know, you go, All right, I need to pray. And so you immediately start talking. And then at the end of your prayer, because you're done talking, you say amen, which is, is that not the most prayers? Like, don't most yes. prayers look like that, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, you can't learn much in that prayer. No. Because you didn't shut up long enough to hear. Yes. You have to actually be quiet. And so I think if you want to if you want to practice this, like I, I don't know anybody who would listen to this podcast and not agree that they want God to help them choose their words, mm-hmm. right? And because there's been so many instances where we've done wrong, if you want to do that, then the first step of practicing it would be be quiet more and pray and talk to God and ask him to help you choose your words and let him put those scenarios in your mind of how this is going to play out, not you putting them in your mind. You ever do that, Matt, where Mm -hmm. you start to think about this way this is going to go, this way this is going to go? Oh, you stress yourself out when you should just sit there and, you know, Take a minute to pause. And- like you had a you had a hard church conversation come up a couple weeks ago. Did you go into it laying out all the scenarios that possibly would happen? Oh yeah, 
<laughs> I did. Like everything, here's what they're going to say. <laughs> you'd be praying one scenario, but then you'd be stressing out about the worst case scenario. <laughs> you think about all of it. <laughs> and then have you ever noticed that most of the time, whatever it is you envision that's going to happen, that you've sort of decided and figured out that's going to happen, it it doesn't happen that way. Yeah, it doesn't go the way you want It never want happens to. that way. No. Right. Because you and I aren't God. Mm-mm. And when we do that, we are playing God. Yes. When we go, all right, I can know. <laughs> I know people enough, and I know this situation enough, and I've been in this situation enough that I can tell you exactly what's going to happen, right? You may have some experience that allows you to, to, to sort of have some insight into that. That's called wisdom. Yeah. But you do not have the foresight to know exactly what's going to go down unless the Lord would give it to you. Yeah. You know, and, and the Lord's not going to give it to you and tell you, okay, be prepared for this. Look for this. This is how this is going to go down. If you all you're doing is in your head mulling over every way that you think it's going to go down, yeah, there's no room. Is That's what I'm true. saying. There's no room for you to be led by the Spirit for the mind of Christ to grow in you and to tailor. Here, here's how this is going to go. Let me give you insight, and here's what you're going to say. Yeah, you know, um, I like. We'll wrap up, but I like to think about um, the prophets when we talk about this mm-hmm. because they had a really hard job. The, the the job of the prophets was tough. I yes. mean, so their job is to um, speak what God says as it is the authority from God, not take credit for it, give credit over to God for it, and speak it. And hardly ever is God telling them, hey, go tell everybody they're doing great. High five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's never that. Like yeah. it's always God going, all right, go warn them about this. Tell them to quit doing this. Tell them to stop this. If they don't, here's what's coming, yep. right? Be warned, right? And then sometimes it's just, hey, I know you think things are going well right now. There's something coming up that ain't going to be too good. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's how Jeremiah gets thrown in the pit. Everybody yeah. thinks that everybody thinks that he is, um, that, that things are going fine, that everything's over with. And God sends him to say, actually, not quite yet. Yep. <laughs> and they think he's a traitor. And so they end up locking him in the dungeon. You know, that's how you end up with with lamentations. Mm-hmm. Um, like they got a hard job. Yes. When I think about this, I like to think about the prophets because they had to stop. Like their whole job was based on I must pause, I must hear what God says, and then I must let him help me choose my words in delivering it. Yep. Because I'm still a human, so it's not like I'm going to. And, and I don't think God is in the business of telling you to do something and then possessing your body and making it happen. Nope. Right? I mean, it just doesn't seem to. You go just got to trust what you I think. Mean, you know, I preach almost every week, <laughs> and I do feel absolutely led by the Spirit. And there are moments. There have been a few moments where I feel like in the moment I'm being speci- what I'm saying is specifically co- like it's not me, right? Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's. I got to put this in the right words. Like, here's what God is saying, and here's what he's telling me to say, and here's what I feel like I need to communicate. And I got to make sure I do it through my own, you know, I, I still have to do it through my own humanity. Yeah. You know, so it's not like you, you – so so the prophets, they got this hard job, man. They, they got to do that and then listen and actually say it. And I think that's kind of what we're going for here. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's what we're going for. And, you know, Jesus – is the prophet of all prophets, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the priest of all priests. He, he, he's all these things yes. wrapped into one. And we, we, we've we got to be able to be quiet, listen, and so communicate with God and then speak what he speaks. And you really need to help. You really need help 
guiding him guiding you in it to even speak it to begin with you know yeah um this is a big one if we would if we would lean into this part of the mind of jesus which you can it's your mind if you're a christ follower and and let god help you choose your words like jesus did a lot of relationships get healed yes a lot of a lot of problems don't start Mm -hmm. they don't begin because you yeah. and I are going to be quiet and we're going to listen and say what God says. Yeah. And even when somebody doesn't say what they what what God says, we're going to do it. Yes. You know, that's the whole idea. So I hope this helps you. Um, once again, I, I fully believe that you as a Christ follower have the actual literal mind of Jesus. Yes. And you can think like Jesus thinks. And so let's practice this week of uh, letting God <laughs> choose choose our words for us, like we would let him help us choose what it is we're going to say. I'm going to try to practice that this yes, week. Me too. i got a I'm couple meetings to. on the schedule I know of that will not be fun, so I'm going to try my best to lean into that. Mm-hmm. And as you're doing it, notice and remember, once again, it's not about you just trying. It's yes. also like the Holy Spirit's doing this work. There's power here. It's not yes. just you on your own. You know what I'm saying? Very much so. That sound good to you? Yeah, sounds great. This is good. Well, we'll see you guys next week um, for episode 114. Uh, We'll be doing um, I Don't Worry About Pleasing Everyone. If you think like Jesus, you don't worry about pleasing everyone. That's going to be good. Yeah, it'll be good. We'll see you next week. We'll talk to you later. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.